Do you want to know how to get your prayers answered? You'll find those answers as you spend seven minutes with Sarah, sharing messages, miracles, and testimonies. Grab your pen and paper because you'll want to take notes. Your faith is about to reach a new level as you learn from this teaching. And now, here is Sarah. I have shared signs, wonders, and miracles by what we think, by what we hear, by what we see. So today, get ready for the fourth way our faith is developed, and that is by what we say. There is so much power in the spoken word. You know, our words can be either creative or destructive. Proverbs 6, 2 says that we're snared by the words of our mouth. We have to be careful what we say. Our words build up or tear down, discourage, and even destroy. I believe there's a good and bad angel waiting outside our mouth to take the words we speak for either positive or negative. Did you ever stop to think how words have affected your own life? Proverbs 18:21 says, Life and death are in the power of your tongue, and you will eat the fruit of whichever you choose. So our words either bring life or death. In Mark 11:24, it says that whoever shall say, Speak to this mountain, be thou removed, and cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but believes what he says, he can have whatever he says. Four times the word say is in that one scripture, the importance of what we say. At House of Hope, we don't allow the boys and girls to bring or even talk about their negative past. Some of them like to brag and rehearse it, and that even reinforces the negative. And some of their war stories aren't even true or edifying. You know, they like to come across tougher than they really are with their peers. But we teach them the importance of watching their words. Have you heard someone say things about others that would plant seeds of suspicion and doubt in the minds of those listening? or of remarks that would defame somebody's character. We need to guard against this kind of talk. And at times in our workplace, in the privacy of our homes, wherever, in, in recreation or even when we're relaxed, retraining our speech is hard to do. In Matthew 12:36, we find one of the strongest statements on speech in the Bible. I assure you, on Judgment Day, people will be held accountable for every unguarded word we speak. By our words we will be justified, or by our words we will be condemned. Isn't it good that God is a God of second chances, and we can start today by asking forgiveness for the negative words that we have spoken? You know, Second Timothy 2.16 says that we are to avoid worldly, idle talk, for those who indulge in it become more and more godless. And the influence of what they say will spread like wildfire, like a plague. So we need to ask the Lord to help us out Like in Psalm 141, verse 3. Ask Him to help us to set a watch before our mouth and to keep the door of our lips closed. Guarding our tongue is an ongoing process, just like guarding our hearts and minds. You know, our tongues are the most powerful tool we have. It's important to use them in a positive way. As Christians, we have no more right to peddle doubt, fear, unbelief, negativism than we do to peddle drugs. And you know, one can be just as devastating and destructive as the other. When someone asks us how we feel, how many times do we say, I'm feeling so bad, or I'm trying to catch the flu? 
But wouldn't it be awesome to answer and surprise people if we said, I'm catching a healing? Let's remember we're snared by the words of our mouth. Let's make an effort to watch what we say. Our condition will never rise above our confession. You know, when I learned that my life could be changed by the words that I speak, I began to realize that there are many stumbling blocks in my life as a result of negative words that I'd spoken or that maybe other people had spoken over me. One day, we received a call that someone was bringing pizza and Gatorade enough for our 12 girls. Six girls immediately said, I want orange Gatorade, and the other six said they wanted lime. They all said and agreed on Pizza Hut Pizza. They were not asked to give an order of what they wanted, but they spoke it into existence. Their spoken words came to pass. When the dinner arrived, just as the girls had declared, six orange and six lime Gatorade, and, of course, Pizza Hut Pizza. I love seeing God honor the words we speak. And it was really a testimony to the girls. It's very important that we choose carefully what we say. Our words either improve or destroy situations and attitudes and and even people. How often have we been guilty of not thinking before we speak? Did you ever wish you could take back some harsh, unkind words that you've spoken? Or maybe wish that you could swallow your words rather than have spoken them? Let's be careful what we say. Let's think before we speak. You know, proper use of words can heal the sick, mend the brokenhearted, comfort the lonely and downhearted, restore courage, calm fears, set the imprisoned free. You know, God's Word can bring life and light into any situation. Our words are doorways to possessing what we ask for. Maybe you have had negative words spoken over you. Someone said if we recorded the things we say for one day, we would find most of our words are negative and tear us down. We'd be shocked to hear our own conversations played back to us and all the negative comments that we've made by the end of the day. Did you realize that we speak 25,000 words each day? That's the same as a short novel or a thesis. We must watch what we say. Someone even said, we can be hung by our tongue. Don't be discouraged if negative thoughts and words come into your life. You can learn to reject those thoughts and deliberately choose not to speak them. A seed not sown will not produce fruit. I encourage you to make a quality decision today to begin speaking God's promises for whatever needs are in your life. Watch God move in a mighty way. You know, I've shared lots of scriptures on the importance of the word that we speak, and I hope you're taking notes because these these scriptures are all life-changing. Ephesians 4.29 sums it up. We must not let any corrupt communication proceed out of our mouths, but what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. You know, we must continually, we must continually seek God for help to guard our mouths. We frame our future by the words we speak. Let's remember uh, we are today what we confessed yesterday. And I'm offering or making available to you today uh, a book that I've written on the importance of the words we speak. It's called Let's Weigh Our Words. And for a donation to National House of Hope, we'll be happy to send you a copy. You may be thinking, wow, I don't want to miss any of these teachings. What a boost to my faith. You've been listening to Sarah Trollinger's Faith Builders. 
Be sure to join us next Monday for much more. To find out about Sarah's books or for more information, please visit nationalhouseofhope.org.